Welcome to Faith on Fire, the broadcast that encourages believers to ignite the power of faith in their lives. Join us now as Pastor Vince Haney and Pastor Richard Hoyt Jr. bring the Word of God to fuel your faith. Welcome to uh, Welcome to Faith on Fire. I'm Pastor Vince Haney from Raymer Word of Faith, the Word Church. And I'm Keisha Haney from Raymer Word of Faith, the Word Church. Again, the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. And the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. Scripture also said that without faith, it's impossible to please God, that those who come to him must believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. That's Hebrews chapter 11. And again, uh, we're going to talk about faith, man. Oh, I love faith. I love faith. And I guess God is a faith God. And again, I always define faith as, as confidence in God. And again, God and his word are one like wet and water. You can't separate the word of God from God. And he tells us that we should live not by bread alone, but by every word. And speaking the word of God is in Revelation. What was that, Sister Keisha? In Revelation 19, 13, he says he was he was clothed and robe. He was clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the word of God. That's Jesus. They are referring to the scriptures referring to Jesus. He's called the word of God. So when I'm saying that God and his word are one. That's what I mean. And the scripture real quick. Can you go to John one? I, I don't have to go there because it's in my heart. John one chapter one. Scripture says uh, something about in the beginning was the word. So, so go ahead. In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. Woo, Jesus was in the beginning with God. Now drop down where it says the word became flesh. And the word became flesh and dwelled among us and we beheld his glory. Right. Yes. Right. <laughs> and the word became flesh. As you keep reading in that John chapter one, it talks about and the word became flesh. So God became flesh. He is the word of God. Remember, the three is the three Godhead bodily is one father, son, Holy Spirit. The God, God became flesh. He birthed himself in the earth through a virgin, Mary, and he dwelt among us and he showed us uh, how to live, how original humans were meant to live jesus was referred to as the last adam showed us how the first adam was supposed to do it also he came to be a sacrifice a propitiation for sin so the first adam was made in the image of, of sinful man and the last adam was made in the image of sinful man which is god he god is jesus jesus is god holy spirit all one so anyway i just want to talk about walking by faith and jesus said something and we, we talked about the word of god and god are, are one and, and jesus said uh something in john 6 you know feed on me and but but it, it, a little lighter in john 15 he gives us some revelation starting in john 15 1 are you ready yes read john 15 1 i am the true vine and my father is the vine dresser Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear fruit 
more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I have spoken to you. Abide in me and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Now keep going. If anyone does not abide in me, he is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. Now this is where I want to get to verse 7. Read. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. One more time. Read that again. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. And that's where the rubber meets the road. Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, he said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. Jesus is the word of God. So if the word of God abide in you, he said, you are my disciples and you can ask what you will. Mm -hmm. And actually, there's another context. Say, if you continue in the word. Mm -hmm then you are my disciples indeed and you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. See, that's how you're going to get constantly freed up abiding in, in Jesus. And he, mm -hmm. he is the word and allowing that word, that word of faith, that word of God, that word of Christ, that word of life mm -hmm. abide in you. Right. You've got to let it abide means live. Right. You, that's why Jesus said, man, should not live by bread alone. You got to let that word live in you on a daily consistently. Mm -hmm. You got to be in communion with, the word you got to be in fellowship with him and that all that abide also means to to settle in you got to be you got to know that you know that you know you got to believe what it is that you received out of his word you got to say i believe this i receive it and that settles it because i abide in him and he abides in me so in in bearing that fruit it's as you're trusting the lord and as you're walking by faith and not by sight in knowing that he you will gain the victory through him in all things, if you just continue to well, abide in him. And Jesus said in Mark, Matthew chapter 11, come learn of me. Well, mm -hmm. that's, that's you're abiding as you're starting to learn and grow in the knowledge of him. And that word, again, scripture says in John chapter one, the word became flesh. Well, if that word's abiding in you, that word going to become flesh in you. And right. it's going to manifest. It's going to illuminate you. It's going to excite your spirit. It's going to manifest Physically on your behalf, mm -hmm. things are going to happen. That mountain's going to remove, be removed. That sickness got to go, especially if you start meditating on he was wounded for my transgressions, bruised for my iniquity, the chastisement of his pieces upon me and by his stripes I'm healed. You get that down in your believer, in your knower, in your spirit. You start speaking that thing, speaking that thing on a daily, meditating on it. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going to manifest. It's going to manifest. I always tell people the word will prove itself. It's mm -hmm. always going to prove itself. I'm going to go back to that latter part of that scripture, verse 7. If you remain in me, uh-oh, that's where a lot of people miss it. They don't remain. Mm -hmm. They're in and out. No, Jesus said in another text of scripture, if you continue in my word, that's just like remain in me. So mm -hmm. you say, if you remain in me, look, and my words remain in you. Oh, we're, we're mm -hmm. fellowshipping together now. We're, we're in communion. We're on one accord. Right. He said, ask whatever you wish. And it will be given to you. Well, you're going to ask for stuff in line with the will and the word of God. See, once you're filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will, you can ask them. The scripture says, uh, 
the secret things belongs to God, but the things that are revealed belongs to us. Mm -hmm. As we're in fellowship, communion with him, he's going to reveal the deep things to us. He tells us that in Corinthians through his Holy Spirit as we're fellowship and community feed on the word holy spirit is going to unravel the mystery for us and give us what's called revelation or understanding right. he said now you can ask what you will and it will be given to you i'm gonna go ahead and read verse eight this is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit showing yourself to be my disciples mm -hmm. Ooh, another word for disciples is student or pupil right. jesus want we're disciples that's why he told us to go make disciples go make students pupils but because remember, come learn to me. He wants to teach us. And the Holy Spirit is our teacher, our tutor. He's going to lead and guide us to all truth. And the Bible says the Holy Spirit bears witness to the truth of God's word. Mm -hmm. As far as I'm concerned, God's word is the truth. Jesus said, I am who is the word of God. Jesus said, I am the truth, the way and the life. Mm -hmm. This is not another religion. I was speaking with somebody yesterday and they were trying to convince me. I think it was the enemy working, trying to get me to renounce Jesus. They was telling me it was all about me. Oh, I can do this. I don't need no religion. You're right. I don't need no religion. They say, I don't need no God. God already put everything in me. And I, I, I'm a self-made person. Mm -hmm. That goes with selfishness. And, and I know what the truth said. The truth says, greater is he that's in me. Mm -hmm. Jesus just told me without him, I can do nothing. Mm -hmm. So why would I want to delete him? He just told me, remain in him. Why would I want to diss him, push him to side? He told me I won't produce then. Right. So this person's trying to convince me about this they say they read this book from this guy named Sid and uh it changed their life forever. I said, Well I read read one book, the book the book of life, and it, it changed my life forever and it's continually changing me. Remember, you're gonna be my disciples. You're gonna know the truth and the truth the word of God is the truth. He said that's what's gonna set you free. Not this book by somebody else that's telling you it's all about you and you, you're the controller. No. Greater is he that's in me. God, the Bible says in Romans 8, 11, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me and gives life to my mortal bodies through his spirit that lives in me. Mm -hmm. That's why he said his spirit in John 6, he said, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Another scripture, he says, those in John, those three, those who are led by the spirit to them, he gave the right or the authority to be called children of God. I'm led by the spirit. His word also is spirit and it's life. So that's what that's what you you have to be sold out for the truth. And you can't let, you know, the Bible says Satan roams around like a roaring lion seeking who may devour. And he says it's going to be, you know, wolves in sheep's clothing. The devil's going to always try to send somebody in your path to get you off the truth of the word. But I just read here about remaining. Mm -hmm. And Jesus said in another context, continuing in my word. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the word. The scripture tells us run with endurance. The race that's set before us looking unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. Okay. Don't grow weary and well-doing, for in due time you, you'll reap. So mm -hmm. you got to be sold out for the gospel. you got to be sold out for Christ, mm -hmm. for Jesus. We're coming up you know, on the Easter season. you got to understand, uh, Paul say, oh, that I may know you in the power of your resurrection. There's, there's life in, in the name of Jesus mm -hmm. and in the blood of Jesus. you got to learn to start pleading that. So you got to learn. That's what it means to walk by faith. I'm learning. I'm growing. It's just like a child getting birthed into the earth. They know nothing. You got to teach them. You got to teach them how to how to how to eat, how to feed themselves, how to go to the bathroom. You got to teach them their alphabet. You got to teach them how to speak. And mm -hmm. it's just like us. We are we get born again. We're baby Christians. 
for something that we never knew were before. We're new creations, according mm -hmm. to uh, Corinthians. So Jesus said, come learn to me. Come learn the kingdom way. I'm going to, through my Holy Spirit that lives in you, I'm going to tutor and teach you. And through my word, I'm going to grow you up. Mm -hmm. Scripture talks about in Ephesians 4, growing up to the head, into the head, which is Christ Jesus. Because we're part of the body of Christ now. Scripture says, as he is, so are we. So you got to understand that Jesus came to, to redeem and reconcile us back. So we got to stay connected to him. That's why he said, you know, the branch will die if it's not staying connected to the true vine. Right. So and we got to keep Jesus that Christ. fellowship. We got to continue to acknowledge Jesus in all our ways. Proverbs mm -hmm. 3, 5 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding in all your ways, not some of your ways, in all your ways, acknowledge him. Well, how can I acknowledge him? Through his word. There mm -hmm. it is right there. I can acknowledge. Well, what did his word say about that situation, that circumstance, that subject? In all my ways, your ways, acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. Mm -hmm. His spirit, his word is spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells in you. He's going to speak to you. That still small voice. God's still speaking to people. He mm -hmm. wants to speak to you. He speaks to you through his word, through that still small voice. He wants to direct your path. Mm -hmm. He wants to give you wisdom and revelation. He wants you to fill you, according to Colossians, fill you with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom, wisdom and spiritual understanding. But that's only going to happen as you remain with him. You right. got to remain. You can't disconnect. I be telling folk all the time they want to disconnect from God when they're going through trials and tribulations. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. That's the time to really latch on. Right. That ain't time to stop going to church. Right. That ain't time to stop trusting in the Lord. Right. He's your lifeline. He's your life vest. You want to cling to him. Mm -hmm. Bible says, we was talking about the last time on the broadcast about persevering and, and having perseverance as you believe in something. You got to persevere. You got to press into the Lord mm -hmm. constantly. God's a jealous God. He don't want, the Bible says in Matthew 6, you can't serve God and mammon. Either you're going to love one or hate the other or be loyal to the one and disloyal to the other. You got to be sold out for Christ. The scripture says because he died for us, we ought to live for him. Remember, Paul said it like this. He got a revelation. I got that same revelation. I've been crucified with Christ Jesus. It's not me who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Yeah. And greater is he that lives in me that he's in the world. You got to you got to crucify your flesh daily. You got to crucify thoughts, ideals and suggestions that may come to you and try to lead you astray, lead you another way. So people coming around with another gospel. Mm -hmm. Jesus came with the gospel of the kingdom of God, and that's it. Isaiah chapter 60, uh, 61 prophesied of the coming king, kingdom of God. Unto us a child is given, a son is born. And of the increase of his government or kingdom, there shall be no end. God's a God of increase. He mm -hmm. wants, that's why he said, go into the world and preach this gospel to every creature. Mm -hmm. And then he says, I'm going to, Work with you as you're being obedient, as you're getting filled with the knowledge of the will, and you're going out and demonstrating it. I'm going to confirm what's coming out of your mouth with miracles, signs, and wonders. He said, uh, the laborer is not, he's worthy of his wages. I'm going to make sure that you're getting paid. Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that what you're saying don't return void. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I'm going to accompany you with miracles, signs, and wonders. Mm -hmm. That's why I say there should be testimonies after testimonies of the goodness of God within the people of God mm -hmm. if we're actually growing up. And right. the scripture says we go from faith to faith to glory to glory. And glory is what Adam lost in the fall. Jesus came to redeem and restore us back to that form of glory. Right. He came to rebuild the ruined places, and he's doing it in us. That's why he say Christ in us, the hope of glory. Mm -hmm. Here it is. He's in you. That's why he say abide in me. If not, 
Without me, you can do nothing. He said, remain in me. Don't ever cast your confidence away. We read the scripture last time. Don't cast away your confidence, which has great recompense of reward. But you have need of endurance after you've done the will of God. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the will of God, John 15. Then connected to the true vine. That's the will of God. Letting his word, you abide in him and allowing that word to abide in you, to grow up in you. Mm -hmm. Meditate on that word. That's why he told Joshua. And in Psalms 1, about meditating daily and nightly and observing to do all that's written in it. He said, then you'll make your way prosperous. Then you'll have good success. In Psalms 1, blessed is this man who delights in the, in the word of God. And in his word does he meditate day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of living waters that bring forth his fruit in the seasons, whose leaf shall not wither. And whatever he or she does shall prosper. That's the word of God. He wants you to meditate, ponder, Think about what he said constantly. We can think about what we want to think about throughout the day. But he says, no, think about me. Because when you're thinking about me, you're fellowshipping, you're communing with me. My words are now starting to abide in you because I'm going to give you revelation. I'm going to reveal the deep things to you mm -hmm. through, through my spirit that dwells in you. And that spirit of mind that dwells in you, it's a Holy Spirit. I'm going to fellowship with you. Yes, I'm going to fellowship with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, yes. So anyway, uh, yeah, that's 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 walking by faith right there. And again, we call faith on fire, man. We want to ignite your faith on fire. The ministry is called Rhema Word of Faith. A Rhema Word is a word with light, with illumination. It's a specific word to you. God wants you to have a Rhema Word. He wants you to go as you're abiding in Him. He's gonna take you from logos, from just information. To Rhema, which is revelation. He's gonna give, and when you got a revelation, man, you will do things that seem foolish to other folk. Right. Man, you start speaking to sickness, you speak to your bills, you start, you start acting like Jesus. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the example. The Bible says he left us an example that we shall follow. That's why he's our King of Kings, Lord of Lords. That's why he's the head of the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's our He's our great shepherd. He's our great high priest. We follow after him. He's our example. He's the sample son. Hmm. Yeah. So you got to just, uh, you, you, you gotta, yeah, I stay connected to the word. It's really important to stay connected to the word. And anything that's contrary to the word of God, push it aside. Right. Any theology that's contrary to teaching of the kingdom of God, push it aside. Any denominational traditions of men that they're trying to get you to believe Push it aside. Mm -hmm. Paul said, I don't know anything but Jesus Christ and him crucified. Mm -hmm. That's it. Right. Well, I, I think that a lot of people, they, as we are in churches, as we are in churches and, and we're learning certain things, and I'm going to say we are the church. So as we are in our buildings and we are fellowshipping with one another and we learn certain things, even traditions and, and of the denomination or traditions of men, then we get so caught up in that and we really... I don't think a lot of us take time out to read what the word of God truly says, because if we did, then we would find out that it what we've been taught, because I was in one of those uh, churches. I was I was in one of those, you know, in that fellowship before for for years and knowing that you got to read the word for yourself and you got to know the word for yourself or you can get caught up and then you can get lost in the shuffles of the denomination and you can get lost in the shuffles of what man's traditions is instead of what the kingdom of God says and what, how the kingdom of God operates. And so anytime there's always going to be someone that comes uh, to you and, and give you a word that's contrary to the word of God. And you got to know it's a testing of your faith too, because you got to be able to stand 
on what you believe, the Bible tells us that we got to be able to defend the hope. If you're not able to defend the reason why you believe that Jesus Christ and him crucified, the reason why Jesus, the reason why you believe in Jesus Christ and greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. If you can't explain that to someone as to the reason why and, and defend who you are and why you believe what you believe, then you need to go back to your manual, the Bible, and then you, and you need to find out and establish your relationship with the Lord, because that means that you intimately do not know him and you and he are not, you are not abiding in him and you haven't been remaining in him as you thought. Sometimes we can be fooled in that, you know, in, in thinking that we have this relationship with God, but there's some of us that we know of God. And then there's us that know God. Well, as you were saying, I was thinking about you. You have a lot of information, but you have no revelation. Right. There's a difference. The information, again, goes back to Logos. Right. Revelation is, is rhema. And, and you got to get that rhema in you. You got to have that intimate relationship with God through Christ Jesus. Jesus say, I am the truth, the way, and the life. And you got to acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord. And Lord means owner. Scripture says we was bought with the precious blood of Jesus. He's your owner. So if he gives you a command through his word, through his spirit that dwells in you, you have to bow down to that. That's what I believe. It also means that every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. If he's your Lord, he's your owner. Right. He paid the price. When he said it's finished, he abolished sin in his flesh. Mm -hmm. He said it's finished. So he owns you now, so to speak. Scripture talks about in Romans about being slaves to God slaves to Christ. Well, you got to be obedient mm -hmm. as a servant, as a slave, as a him being your Lord. You have to, we still think, like I say, the young lady tried to tell me, no, I don't have to acknowledge God. I don't have to acknowledge a person. Mm -hmm. It's all about me. I was like, no, it ain't. It's all about him. I know my redeemer lives. He's revealed himself to me. And I know, understand it's not by my might, right. not by my power, right. but it's by his spirit mm -hmm. that I am who I am. Mm -hmm. Yes, it's by his spirit. Well, because and I say this because he's confirmed himself in me. Right. I, I've seen the glory. I, I've experienced the glory. So I can say that with boldness of speech. Right. Because just like Paul, it was manifested. Mm -hmm. And that that's something that, uh, you know, I've taught this in uh, Bible study in the women's Bible study on Wednesday. Just I, I asked a question first is, do you have the audacity to move God? Just even in your prayer time, even in your faith, just standing on that word because God, his word is what moves him. When you remind him of his word, it's going to move him. When you, he, you talked about it earlier about how he hears the cries of his people. He does hear the, hear the cries of his people, but he wants us to be bold, bold enough to remind him of his word and what he said in his word. And the same word that he said that he sent out that doesn't return back to him void, but it accomplishes what it pleases, what he sent it out to do. That's the same word that he desires for us to use during our times of testing, during our times of trouble, during our times of, of confusion or whatever it is that we're facing. He says that that same, this very same word, it's in you. If it's in you, you can send it out. It will not return back to you void, but it will accomplish what you sent it out to do. But you got to be bold. He wants us to come to him bold, knowing and that boldness and, and that audacity is saying, you know what? You, you know that saying when someone asks you, you know, and they had the audacity to say this or they had the audacity to say that God wants that he wants to hear that from you, too. He wants to be able to say, and you had the audacity to remind me of my word that 
I said that I will open up the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings that you will not have room enough to receive, or you had the audacity to remind me of that by his stripes that I was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities, and by my stripes you are healed. Not were, but you are healed. So he's saying, I want you to have the audacity to. I want you to be bold with me. I want you to remind me of my words. Because as you continuously remind me of my words, I know what they are, and I know if you know them, because he truly does know our hearts. But he's saying, remind me of them so that I can perform them, so that they can come to pass for you. If healing is what you need, if deliverance is what you need, and especially today is Good Friday, remember the goodness of God. Remember what he has done on the cross for you. Remember that your healing is in that cross. Deliverance is in that cross transformation of your life is in that cross restoration. Some of you may be needing restoration in relationships with your family, you know, with your loved ones, with maybe your children, maybe just a a long lost friend or, or, um, you know, maybe a mother or a father or a sister or a brother, but there are some things that are going on that needs to be restored. Maybe you need restoration in your relationship with the Lord. And he's saying, come, come, Because what I did on Calvary's cross was for you. You have access to it. You have a right to it as his child. You have a right to it because you are a child of the most high God. And he's a loving God. His mercy is new every day. His grace is, it's for you. So he's saying, come to me, all who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. But he's saying, you have a right to that. You have access to that. Be bold. Have the audacity to remind him of his word. And in doing that, having access, laying hold to what you have a, a right to is actually, you, you're not walking by faith. You're, right. you're not living by faith. I was thinking about what Paul said over here in Romans uh, one sixteen. He says, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. gospel Was the power of God uh, yes. unto righteousness for everyone who believes. And he summed it up for the just shall live by faith. Mm-hmm. And again, you can't be ashamed of the gospel. You have to, open your mouth, you have to go boldly, you know, through the redemptive works of Jesus Christ, we can come boldly to the throne of grace in a time of need, just like Keisha was saying. You as a child of God, as a citizen of the kingdom of God, mm-hmm. you can come boldly to the throne of grace. You can petition, but God wants to have that fellowship with you. And all, and he also, he always wants to prove himself in your life. Scripture mm-hmm. says, whoever calls or believes on his name will never be put to shame. Mm-hmm. That's what she was just saying in the year. You'll never be sure to say when Jeremiah says, call on the Lord and he will answer. Mm-hmm. He will answer because here's the deal. God loves people. He right. loves sinners. He loves people and he wants people to hear from him. And again, we're out of time, but we're definitely not out of word or faith. We want to remind you as you go through this week, keep, keep walking, walking by, by faith. faith. This broadcast has been a blessing to you. We ask that you would consider sending a love offering to Faith on Fire, P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927, which allows this broadcast to continue in your local area. Again, that's Faith on Fire, 
P.O. Box 7508, Chico, California, 95927. Please join us again next time on this great station for more Faith on Fire.